0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Jesus said to the eleven and those with them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written, that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning with from Jerusalem. You are witnesses to these things, and see I am sending upon you what my Father promised. So stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then he led them as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. How many of you have ever had to jump-start a car? <laughs> and for the younger ones who maybe just started to drive, uh, and even haven't driving, you haven't, probably haven't had to do it yet, but just wait. How about charging your cell phones or your laptops? You know that unless there's something catastrophically wrong or bad with your batteries, whether it's a car battery or a cell phone or a laptop, they will recharge. With a car, of course, that means running the engine and maybe driving around a little bit to charge up that battery again. with a cell phone or a laptop, you plug it in for several hours and it gets charged up again. How about your batteries? Now, not, and I'm not talking about your car or your electronic devices, but what do you do when you're just done in? No energy left in you, just all tuckered out. I remember recently having my second COVID booster, and that same day, I did my regular martial arts class, then came home and did mowed the lawn, did some lawn work, did some other work around the house, laundry too. I was just worn out. Not just the arm aching, but just worn out physically. There was just no energy left in me. Now, you probably have your own solutions to deal with all this, to get recharged, whether it's getting some sleep, or taking a bath, or maybe some comfort food, maybe even getting away for a vacation, like Pastor Zach, or taking some kind of a break. All this is about finding that one point that gives you energy, whether it be physical or emotional. And we seek ways to charge ourselves up and hopefully to become energized again. Of course, as Christians, what does it mean to be fully charged? I know there are moments when our spiritual or faith batteries just get drained. Those ups and downs in our lives when we question God. Those moments when no matter how much we experience God's will, we just have immeasurable hurdles in front of us. When loving our neighbor feels like just impossible thing to do. When following Jesus just doesn't make sense anymore. Just last week, even one of our confirmands talked about how we have those ups and downs in our faith journeys. And really, when we have wars and rumors of wars, when we have earthquakes and storms, and these just let us down. When there are school shootings, shopping store shootings, and we just want to just scream and when what we thought was the center of our faith, the church, when the church lets us down as in our dignity as God's children, such as being faced by the Catholic Church or even now the Southern Baptist Churches in all the years of sexual abuse within the ranks, or when traditions change around us, then we may waver. We wonder where God is. Of course, even good stuff can can get us tired as well. Our serving in the the church as volunteers, for example, whether it's being on council or in choir, (laughs) the hands and feet ministry here, teaching in Sunday school. I'm sure we need recharging sometimes. I'll tell you what, though. Just like any question we ask in the church, the answer is simple. Jesus. Jesus is the answer, as we like to say. And how we experience Jesus, first and foremost, is you know, through the Bible, through our daily devotions, our living the life of the church and the Christian community. I firmly believe that there are those times in the life of the church when we find that comfort and that, that recharging. You know, take Christmas. Who doesn't like Christmas as a time when we feel good and can be uplifted? We have those days after Epiphany, when we hear about the the how Jesus is is is, is reflected in our lives and revealed to us, especially through the through the visit of the Magi. Or during Lent, when we are reminded of our dustness. But also remember how Jesus comes to die for us on the cross. And of course, we have Easter, Easter, which, after all, is that one thing we as Christians can celebrate as that, that victory over sin and death and to bring us life again. I could go on with all these moments in our lives in the church each Sunday, each worship day. For each of us, those moments are when we encounter Jesus. And especially as we gather around the meal that our Lord has prepared for us to eat and drink. And certainly, this is a point of recharging for us. Right, so there are plenty of times we can be recharged. And you think we'd get it by now. We have our Bible. We've heard the stories We experience what God has there for us. We know all this because God, through Jesus, accompanies us, and we have that promise. But like the disciples, who even after living with Jesus every moment of his life, after hearing his teachings and experiencing his wondrous works, even after seeing him die on the cross and be resurrected again, they still didn't quite always get it. Like that, we may need help too. During this Easter season, which is a time when we declare over and over again, "Hallelujah, Christ is risen! He uh, is risen! Okay. <laughs> You shouldn't be surprised like that. Christ is risen. Okay, you're right. We know this is a time when we have Jesus coming to us. Just as Jesus came to the two disciples on that walk to Emmaus, and he, they were revealed to his presence as he broke bread. Even as we know this is a time when we, like the disciples, were closed up, In that room, and even with the doubting Thomas, Jesus appears. And we're with the disciples today as we hear Jesus one last time on this earth instructing us. But if we're like the disciples, we still don't quite completely get it. That's because that charging is not quite all there yet. We haven't reached that 100% fully charged moment. And here comes the ascension part. Jesus is ending his walking around the ministry and is about to start working from home. And his final words are kind of like this. Hey, hey, look, look at me. Look at what I've taught you and what I've done. But don't worry if you're not fully charged yet. Even as you go back and open your eyes to everything I've said and done and see what God has been been doing all all along, and you may get it, there's more. Your batteries are not fully charged quite yet, for you need to be fully clothed by the power of the Spirit. And as he's about to ascend, Jesus knows that we need that little bit more to be charged. And so he says, just wait. Just wait. And wait we do as we allow God's Spirit to flow through us. Certainly next Sunday is Pentecost, that day when the Spirit does descend upon God's people. And we recount how that, first, that, that Holy Spirit first came but keeps on coming to us to charge us as church and as Christians. But I still know it's hard to feel God at work around us these days. It's hard to feel God's spirit embracing us, much less giving us strength. For for me, part of what I see is living in a world where some extremists Use the Christian faith and make what it means to be a Christian to stop making sense. How are we to follow the real Jesus when I have to try to explain over and over again what that real Jesus is, even with Christians? The Christian faith is supposed to be about Jesus. But remember, it's Jesus to us what he has taught, and what he means for us in our hearts and our minds and our bodies. We hold up that message every day, even if it means being different in our society, even if it means standing for those who may be different from you and me. So as Jesus is about to ascend, he may be starting to work from home, But that does not mean he's gone. No, I don't mean he has that that, uh, Zoom call with us every moment. No, Jesus may be gone from our midst, but it's about him with us, even as we are with Jesus. And you will know that he will bring us that power to talk to talk and walk to walk as you are charged up in allowing the Spirit to work in you. I know that Jesus is about to ascend, and we celebrate that today. But Jesus is not going somewhere out there, up there, wherever that may be. No, Jesus allows us to witness to who he is as witness in scripture right here. And Jesus allows us to be with him in sharing that meal together, Jesus allows us to see him at work in you. Jesus has ascended, but not somewhere out of sight. But Jesus is working at home, right in you. And we know this and feel this as God's spirit takes hold of us and uplifts us and holds us and and charges us. And I'm not going to wait till next week to wait for the Holy Spirit to come and charge us because I say this to you. You are fully charged. But come back next week for more. <laughs> I keep on coming back as we are charged over and over again. Amen.